Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to episode 268 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan broadcasting to you from somewhere in the middle of western Pennsylvania with my partner in crime who's back and alive this week, more so than last, worshipless producer Bruce. Hooray! What's up, guys? <laughs> that's, that's more than last week. We have uh, Sir John, the relapse. <laughs> yeah, Sir John, formerly of the wagon. Um, Temperature yeah. not working out for you, buddy? No, yeah, no, I know. You know, best road to hell is paved with best intentions, et cetera, et cetera. I, I tried to give up liquor for Lent, longest 10 days of my life, and now I'm back here dealing with you. At least I'm doing it with a buzz. You know, the temperance movement was a politically correct way of being anti-Irish, so it's... Uh... Yeah, see, I'm just fighting my genetics. That's I just I give in. I... Of course, we have Chuck, who's back with us, also fired up with uh, with the glass of doom. Was it the mug? Of oh doom. yes, the mug of yes, doom. doom. The mug of doom. The liquor of doom. No, what is what, what is the liquor of doom? Out of curiosity, uh, tonight it's Dewar's White Label. Say gin. Yeah. Yep, that'll do it. Gin? What do you think about f***ing savage? I don't drink gin. I say gin, definitely the liquor of doom. Yeah, you think I fucking drink... Dude, it's fermented Christmas tree water. I don't drink that shit. I'd say scotch, personally. Dude, yeah, look, look white, white, white label is almost scotch, okay? <laughs> You're shitting yourself. It's from Scotland. I mean, technically... I mean, it's $35 for a handle. I mean, what do you want? Like I don't buy this stuff because it's good. I buy it because it does the job and it's not. Because it fills the mug of doom. There you go. Exactly. Just like Harlan's mom. <laughs> the mug hath runneth over. Be with. Oh my God! His evil. Either his camera I'm not froze even or really sure what that means, Harlan. Burning a hole through my soul. I, I, I don't know where to start with that one, so I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> You're welcome. The Jason response would be which one, but um, we'll wait. Which mom? Yeah. Well, I guess it's 2021. I guess you could have six moms. Who knows? Yeah. Hmm. Um. <laughs> into my family history there. I I grew up mostly with my stepmother. So. Um. Oh, there you go. What's happening, fellas? Last well, apparently, we, apparently we just learned. Harlan. Apparently, we all just learned how much Harlan takes a strap on. So good to know. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, let's see. Weird. Uh, I did not get that from that. Yeah, that's that's not where I was going at all. But I mean, if that's what you took from, hey, he's, an engineer. Engineer. <laughs> he's an engineer. He's an engineer. People hear what they want to hear, Harlan. <laughs> Singles point between A and B. See. So let's see, we've got uh, uh, danger afoot in commandery level stuff, but more importantly, we've got fucking aliens in the craft. But we'll come to that whenever. So we'll, we'll okay. go back that way. So uh, last week, I actually conferred a fellow craft degree at my lodge. And I actually had to put, so we're, we're actually going to do something Masonic tonight. So some, our early listeners, before they can tune out and, uh, uh, I, will, I will tell you, so. Per Wait, my, which my, are we doing again? Yeah, it's this is actual mason. This is after lunch. Let me vomit on you. Like I let me tell you about my dinner just now. My wife stopped for Dairy Queen. You know they got the, those little milk things, like the milk cartons of straw. Yeah, don't mix that with liquor. With liquor. No. Dude. So my boy discovered um, why we tell him not to shove the straw down his throat as we're all mm. wrapping Ooh. up dinner, and then just out of nowhere he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
I was cleaning that up before I got here, and you're going to make me do the same thing with all your masonry talk on this very non-Masonic podcast. Okay, well, f*** you, Harlan. He's, he's four! That's, I mean, that's all, like, part of raising a kid is the kid is happy, ha-ha, bleh, like, that's every kid. <laughs> exactly. that's, uh, look, look, Children. look, I'm sorry, my, my son still does that. Look, look my son's six, and um, when I get my, my, my new place, um, people are like, oh, you get new furniture, good, nice furniture? I'm like, no. no. I'm going to get furniture from Walmart because there's also ideally non-flammable because he's my son. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, got, I bought an old house for a reason. So you, you do all the, the, the yeah. major interior stuff later. So you know, running until the kids are past the destroy everything phase and then refinish your yes. old house. So anyways – Back to actual masonry. No, so I, this can't happen. Yeah, you know it will because um, kind of heathenry are we into now? No. Well, you know it makes the actual other the podcast itself loot boxes bad because they don't actually talk about masonry, just hawking their own shit. So, <laughs> um, hey, by the so, way, you this jock strap. You want to buy it? You guys in Australia do. <laughs> There's, but, at least one, there's at least one Aussie out there that wants to buy it. So, so anyways, I digress a lot. Um, you know, I, my jurisdiction, we can, we have, we didn't act, we did a fellow craft degree and I conferred it. Um, two guys, uh, two separate altars, made a lot of concessions for um, the one older brother. Um to go through the degree, and I put I, I probably put ten hours of logistics into thinking how to do it for him, and we did it at least the first half. And when he was getting, you know, putting, you know, getting back in his normal garb, um, he was damn near in tears over the effort we put in for him. And of course, my comment was, you know, we've made accommodations before COVID a lot for you during COVID and then, you know, post COVID, it's not going to be any different. And, um, he made some comments about his, uh, another organization, church that has not made any accommodations for him pretty much. And, um, it's always good to see things like that. Um, when you, you you know we, we put on a phenomenal degree for the the Felcraft degree and but you know the fact that he was actually that appreciative of the amount of extra effort we had to do it for him um, well you know we I think from masonry from a, uh, I've seen in my time, um, I sound old because I am, but I've seen one quadriplegic go through. I've seen a paraplegic. I've seen several other brothers with mobility issues, um, and some with other infirmaries that have gone through the degrees. And I think we do a far more profound job of living the craft in those, especially in those moments, to bring these people into our brotherhood, and we actually walk the walk. Whereas, you know, like Chuck said, I've been into uh, houses of worship that couldn't be bothered less. Yeah, and so put on a ramp. And it's really hard to do a degree, like, you know, where you don't touch a brother or you are being that distance from him because of, you know, his age and some of his health issues. Like, um, I'm not going. I mean, this is a public podcast. If Harlan ever, you know, posts anything, so I'm not going to mention it. But you know, the amount of work <laughs> that we put into him. Bruce walked off the show. He's not coming on until the next podcast. Um, he was. We we put a because I, I was conferring. Like I put a lot of thought into how we would do this, and he might have spent a good chunk of the degree kind of as an exemplar, but 
we had full buy-in from all the, you know, the purple. You know, they, they were like, look, it's not hybrid, you know, it's on Zoom. It's all, you know, I will tell you that this is only the second time that we've opened and tiled and then done a lot, anything in lodge and then closed since October. Because everything has been on, you know, the with this hybrid Zoom stuff. And... A lot of the guys like were you know it's it's like damn like yeah this is great. So, but again like you know when you when you use something for a brother like that, um, and he actually does like you know acknowledge it and take it to heart like. It's you. You've met made a very indelible mark on the. <clears throat> idea yeah. what craft is about they yeah I, I mean i'm not you've made a life member there is what you've done unless somebody really comes along and really pisses them off yeah you got a lifetime buddy well i mean i'm i again i'm a very militant shirt fat mason asshole. Well, mil- well i'm an asshole but i i acknowledge that fact um but i'm a very militant individual when it comes to making sure the candidates are the ones who matter for degrees not the people doing the degrees or people who want to see degrees done. But however, I also say that there's a certain lecture that happens in the, in the second degree that's done by the conferring master. It was my jurisdiction about geometry that has no cadence, pentameter, flow, form, or symmetry. And that that is not lost on me. Hmm. <laughs> I know that lecture. So do I. <laughs> it, it, but it, 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 at least where I am, it is the hardest ritual in masonry to learn because of all the things I said. Yep. We got, we got, we got a, a lecture about geometry that's got no, 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 nothing about so much, no symmetry or cadence to it. Pretty sure that it's it's very similar to how it's done in Western Pennsylvania, then, because I, I know that specific lecture, and it still gives me fits, and I've been doing it for like twelve years. Uh yeah, if you it, you all it, mm-hmm. since we since we all do press and web style, yeah, it's about the same thing. It's just like it, it's like a car running on bad gas with half a spark plug. Yeah, you got it. When I went through, the lecture was right off of a, a stack of note cards in the guy's pocket, about an inch and a half thick. Um, so it wasn't a memorized lecture. He spoke it, but thankfully he had a great speaking voice, so it worked out. But if it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't have a rhythm at least to it, or at least some zest. So, aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens. Oh my God. So, so I missed this whole debacle. I just saw you guys talking about it, and it gave me quite a no, lot. This, this no. This was somebody lit a firecracker and shoved up Chuck's ass. That's what happened here. And it was just fun to watch the, after, the aftermath. So there's a podcast that I I did. Anytime I see a guy wearing their pants or the cufflinks, I know they're going to be all the, you know, special awards for being a Mason and they're going to go through your current Scottish right and they're going to do MPD within four years. Right. And he's guy did a lecture on how ancient aliens founded Freemasonry. And um (laughs) ignoring the fact that I am now going to have to debunk this bullshit to somebody who's going to come to my lodge or my Scottish Rite or York Rite because I can't... I, I would love nothing more... It didn't happen, Chuck. Are you I insinuating, love, sir, that the Anunnaki I, were not responsible for the building of King Solomon's Temple? No, I would, I would like nothing more to say that I would like to go to Illinois and slap this particular person who does this podcast with my... <laughs> 
Wait, you want to slap with your dick or does the podcast with your dick? I got confused on the whole, like, where the Oxford comment went there for a second. I will slap him with my That is a weird thing to want to touch with your dick. podcast with a dick, I'm in. Hey. It's a lot of brotherly love. I'm going to if he slaps him with it, he'll know it. Yeah, I lost my shit when you sent me the messages because... And I lost my shit for the same reason that I lose my shit over uh, the hook hooked X theory of the Kensington Runestone, which yeah, because all that, the, the all thing that is right in my backyard. Because here, here's the thing: is like engineer, actual engineers have figured out how they built the pyramids and obelisks and all these temples. Aliens? No. Uh, the pyramids were built like they they used water. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. Like, you put water Magic on something. Water. And, and, I don't know if and, you've seen signs, but aliens are allergic to water. I, I, you know you, what? You've got this all wrong, and your engineers I'm, have it wrong. They're going to tell us they I, had these big flat bottom boats that they just pushed down the Nile with big blocks on them. No, flat bottom girls make the rock wall go down. Freddie Mercury was right. <laughs> But oh, no, for a gay dude to no what they would do is they would they would put water over the stone and they would carve it down until it was you know flat with the water and then likewise they would go down and it's by the way like we we can do that now and you can make a nice cut stone and then you how you move a stone like well you you have Lasers, roll no. Yeah. Traction beams. No, you have sound you waves have... that defy gravity and make stone float. Harlan, I'm going to uh, shove my fist so far up your ass that I turn you into a muppet. No, it's what those the the monks in Tibet demonstrated, but they wouldn't let the 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 guy doing the the documentary catch it on no. camera. So no, he had to they, witness they, it with they, his eyes. They put logs down. They roll them because, and they pull them out in front and do all that stuff. And they they built them in a spiral fashion with dirt ramps. Because imagine that that old people back in the day knew about ramps and levers and pulleys and arches and all these other things that we had to be te- taught by aliens because phasma guns. Well, it was either aliens or those slaves they picked up in the Levant, but... And and again, this all tied back to that Freemasonry came out of ancient Egypt, which we all know is... What's the word, gentlemen? Bullshit. No, no. Because... I've seen that. I've seen that Grand Lodge of New York documentary about Cleopatra's needle, sir. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it about a hundred times because there was one year where that was like the educational. That was, thing that was education in our lodge before uh, we got there. Um. So here, here's the beauty about that is that um, Chuck, there's a there's a voicemail here on the After Lodge podcast. Somebody wants to argue with you. <laughs> Yeah, um, f- all of you. Um, just so you know, when I come to, by the way, the guys, when I come down next, like spring to see you, I am slapping all of you with my. Um, Man, you better have a really long. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out mechanically how that works. Like, so does yours like come like, past your wait, gut? One at a time or like all at once? Because that minor that. one, that's gonna be kind of interesting. It, That'll be a it's it's all about the girth, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. I've got You're the girl. Yeah. 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 Have reach. I'm actually getting beat with a doorknob. <laughs> okay. I've never been slapped by a doorknob, Chuck. <laughs> a doorknob under a mattress. So, wow. Okay. So. The, I'm with Chuck. This is the stupidest shit I've ever heard when it comes to Masonry. Thank you. Because, and Chuck takes it a little, I take it from a slightly different angle of, 
aliens created masonry because they aliens helped Egypt and they helped them build the pyramids. God forbid, and this is part of my beef with another thing. God forbid it turns out that the brown man was smart. And as I said in my statement, holy shit, somebody who wasn't white figured out what a hypotenuse was and then <coughs> built something. Believe it or not, intelligence say, is a kind of global thing. When you say somebody who wasn't white, you're talking about the little gray men, right? <laughs> big eyes, real short. The only thing that makes sense with the really big brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It couldn't have been uh couldn't have been those those uh, camel herding Arabs that were it, rolling it, around doing calculus while we were burning people at the stake. Yeah, right. It could, it, it could be the fact that we as a species learned to stack stones in a particular formation. Because we learned if we didn't, it falls down. Because everybody who stacked their stones a different way got crushed. Yeah, I'm just going to point out, as someone who has three children, I'm going to point out, they figured out how to stack blocks pretty well. Yeah, but, but all that proves is that the aliens, when they modified our DNA, coded pyramid building into the cellular structure. Maybe pyramids is like a secret degree that only the aliens taught the people, and we, like, that got lost over time. Very nice, John. So, okay, so, so, so let me, so I'm going to say some things, and and then, so I'm going to say something, and then I'm going to lead into something that John can talk about, because I want him to talk about his drunk. So, um, (laughs) so, you know, that's all one good. You know, here's the problem, like, when, when, Guys do podcasts or write Masonic journals like this or all the other Masonic masturbation, mental masturbation goes on out there. It just makes us look like a bunch of chotes. Now, since John's now starting drinking again, (laughs) and he posted a book on his book face page. Which book? About the Egyptian, right? So now we'll do a nice transition between the bullshit from and you. <laughs> and Mark. I think we're going to have to cut that. <laughs> when you yell at me because shows are never getting posted. Why, Bruce? Whatever do you mean? Look, he's fatter than all four us combined. Uh. No, so yeah, I, I'm reading. I'm reading a book on Count Cagliostro and the Egyptian rite, which is the rite of Memphis Misram. Um, so there's a loose connection there, but at no point, I don't think, did they ever point out aliens in the rite of Memphis Misram. I don't know. I'm not in it. Um, at least not yet. Cthulhu uh, tentacles in the degrees. What about Cthulhu tendrils? What? That's what your mom said. Neo. Wagamagal Fatan? What? Mm-mm. There's no in there. So, yeah, I started reading that a couple nights ago. Uh, well, I started reading it a while ago, and I just finally picked it back up. Um, and just uh, to study more about the background of the Memphis Miserum Rite. Um, well, some more so the Miserum, I think, because I don't think it was a unified rite until... So you haven't finished the book yet? No, no, I'm I'm only about a maybe a fifth of the way through it. Oh, okay, I, the, I, the, I, the aliens coming at the end. Yeah, that's I'm sure, right? Yeah, that, that's like when you're reading uh, uh, turning the Templar key, and you get to the very end of it, and it's you know supposedly a Masonic book, and it's like the last five pages. The author finally goes, I I just don't believe God exists. <laughs> I, I was I threw that book against the wall. I was just like, you, and he's a. <laughs> Mason wrote it. Uh, but there again, it's, I, I also think that the hooked X theory of the Kensington rune zone is, is spurious at best. Um, and it's dangerous for me to say because I, I live in the state where the author is from who does shows on uh, History Channel or Discovery Channel. I don't know. I won't watch them. Yeah. But, but like who members of my Grand Lodge are, are enthralled with his work. Um, and I, I, I've, it's Scott Walter. I've, I've been in his presence. He's a member of, of Commandery. Great guy. Um, I like him a lot. I just disagree with his work because I can't, 
you can't tell me that circa about 1500 or a ballpark about that you have a platoon of Knights Templar that managed to get their way all the way from Europe to central Minnesota. And I I can't speak so much to the, the Queens or, or to the, the East Coast uh, tribes or if they supposedly came through the St. Lawrence Seaway and through the Great Lakes. But no, they went across the Erie Canal, man. Everybody well, knows that. Yeah. Well, you know, the surefire, quick way to get from Europe to Minnesota is a flying saucer. Look, man. The, 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 look, let's, let's, cut the, let's cut the crap. Mail okay? me back. That let's, let's, let's cut the crap. Let's cut the crap. The vast you majority, know where you are? The vast majority of grand purple leaders that love Born in Blood, the Hiram Key, and a particular brother who looks like a smurf and is running around the living body the woman who claims to be the living embodiment of Mary Magdalene. Here we go again. Is absolutely horrifying. Like when I like when I meet guys at these symposiums, it's like I'm just like, are you f- for real? And when and, and and by the way, like I've had guys, you know, guys who. Didn't even graduate high school. Question my credentials as why I am able to comment on someone's claims. I'm just like, well, I mean, I'm not going to go into the fact that I, I actually have a bachelor's, a master's, a PhD. Well, it's a STEM field. I do have a <laughs> library card. Um, I don't do. And, I don't use YouTube for all of my research. I mean, good God! I mean, you you are putting up stuff that like I have played many uh, role playing game uh, Obviously. Final Fantasy all these things and I'm sitting there going like look guys you are pitching shit that like there is no amount of drugs that I could give somebody writing the crappiest JRPG would come up with for the background of their story. Like, that is how I know you're full of shit. Like, if we can't make this into Final Fantasy 99 with big hair and a giant sword... That, that's your level of credibility? Anime? You'd be, you'd be amazed, actually. You'd be amazed. Because they, they actually only go with the credible Anime. stuff. They actually only go. They 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 dabble. They they only pull from the the credible stuff. It's actually horrifying when you think about it. Outside of the gigantic swords and the stupid spiky hair. Let's get back to the subject at hand. The real reason nobody ever built pyramids after those is because when they got finished, somebody looked at it and said, "That's cool and all, but a building with four walls works way better than three. And then they just built buildings. We, or they decided that from three sides. Or they decided that a building that they did put a dead guy in was kind of a waste of time. Uh, you, you, you do what the Pharaoh says. Yeah, I, I. So while I don't subscribe to the, I don't think the slaves put much thought into it. They yeah, were slaves. They actually weren't slaves. They slaves were didn't build pyramids. Sure. Slaves did not build pyramids. They were crafts. They built, they, they built the pyramids when they were not tending the. Uh, when the fields were, when the, uh, the, the now was flooded. Yeah. So it yeah. was off season work. They were yep. actually well paid for the time, but correct. While I don't buy into this ancient aliens thing <sighs> at all, I, I've, I've ranted on the show before about my whole, like because ancient the, aliens. Be, because just, as a Jew, you built the pyramids. No, no, we, we, did not built the city of Ramses. That's a whole different thing. Anyway, I I I'm, I'm glad how you you just brushed that aside. Well, they didn't build it. They were the save that for the special Passover episode next week. So, <laughs> the ancient aliens theory is just us discovering ourselves and not being willing to admit that we used to be much smarter maybe more advanced even than we are now. And we've blown ourselves back to the stone age numerous times. That's my working theory. Um, 
And, but, and because most people don't understand math and trigonometry and geometry because they're stupid. There's, well, but I also don't believe at all as, as much as every Egyptologist who's qualified to say so wants to tell me that the pyramids were simply tombs for pharaohs. Like that just doesn't. Yeah, I, they were. I think, understand. Look, ego, look, yeah, no, they were because but, think about it because they're big giant stone things. There's a hole in it mm-hmm. enough to put much put a coffin in. And if there's one thing that any king could do would build a giant boner symbol to himself. It would be, no, he's absolutely, it would be an obelisk, but they didn't really have the tech at the time to build those. So they just had to build a fat obelisk. Exactly. And And by the way, this just confirms that the Egyptians were exactly. Apple bottom obelisk. You know, at that point, the Egyptians were like, look, it's not about the length. It's about the girth. (laughs) <laughs> they, they pulled a check. They're like the Pharaoh was like, "I want a giant doorknob when I die to stay in for all eternity." <laughs> Quick, throw a mattress over. I mean, I, I could buy into it being the Pharaoh being buried there, but there there had to be some sort of other. Well, there is definitely, a, there purpose, definitely a temple a, of sorts. It, it's there is definitely a, a, a. I mean, if you're the Pharaoh and you're having them build a pyramid for you why would you put other stuff in it like that's your grave look i, I mean burial mounds burial mounds house is full of shit and that she's gonna die in there i mean that's all i'm saying look barrel mounds exist across the world out, like, they do i mean a barrel mound is nothing special they they're in the they're in you know north america south america mm-hmm. asia so africa and because the aliens taught the, the Americans how to do it a, too. The, a couple, you know, the, the, Egyptians, the Egyptians built three pyramids that were not like pyramids, and they built those pyramids. And then guys realized that oh, if we build this giant f-ing structure, someone's going to break in and steal all my shit. And by the way, what is a pre-pyramid? Uh, they were like. Um, they, it's they, like before you've got the length or the girth. No, six There's an actual. There's an actual. There's, there, there, there are terms. It was for a prehistoric mailbox. Yeah, the, the step here. No, 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 not the step here. Like there's like the Egyptians. Like you know, they had like these mounds, and they had like these weird. Like they had too much of an angle to the wall, and it collapsed, but all that <laughs> shit. But remember, like for the Egyptians, like. When you died, all that shit you were buried with was with you when you died. So, and when people stole it, that means it was gone after you were dead. And if they up your body, that means your afterlife was gone. So, like, that's why they did the whole Valley of the King thing. So, like, oh yeah, we built these big giant structures to bury our bodies in with all our shit, and they stole it. Everyone stole it within like ten years. That is on par with like you dying and being buried and going, okay, as long as I'm buried in my little thing with my sword and my cock ring, I got those when I'm in heaven. And someone breaks into your, you know, your crypt and they steal your cock ring and your cock, then in heaven, you don't only have a cock ring, you don't have a cock. (laughs) That is literally what that, that that was their afterlife thought. Okay, hold on though. If their only determiner for a grave is how easy is this going to be to rob and like destroy my body, why wouldn't they just dig a bigger hole instead of building things on top they, of the planet? They did that. That was called the Valley of the Kings. That's where they found King Tut. Like they I thought, I thought built, that was island. No, they they built a complex to hide themselves because for you know, you know, at least with the ancient Egyptian religion like to rob a grave or like was like that was the most sacrilegious thing you could do. Like, because you're stealing not just their possessions in the afterlife, you could destroy, like, erase their ability to be, to like, even exist in the afterlife. I what you're saying, but it happened a lot. Yes, it did. And that's why they stopped building pyramids. Well, I mean, the, the tombs weren't 
much better. All of those got robbed too. The yeah, only reason yeah, that Tut didn't was because nobody knew who he was and it was buried under some other stuff. Yeah, no, so they, actually, they, no, actually, they, no, actually, actually, no, they, they did know who King Tut was. They just couldn't account for him. And most of the value of the King's tombs were robbed in like the 1500s plus. So 80. So those assholes were buried for thousands of years. Like this wasn't like, all right, 3000 BC. So bury this kind of thing. 10 years later. Learned that you think two ten commons got uh, like little kid fingerprints and like the echoes of school children on tour through the museum in his afterlife. No, I think the fact that he is, well, had, he, had pl- he doesn't have his cock ring. Well, no, I think, of, I mean, we, we know what he looked like. He's got a big old misshapen head, buck teeth and a club foot. And he was, yeah, yeah, he was not, man. That's, yeah, well. yeah, he was, that's how he, royalty works. Yeah. I mean, you ever seen the Habsburg jaw? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they reconstructed what he was supposed to look like. And he, I mean, they pretty much said like, yeah, he, he was a boy King when he did, was murdered or whatever died. They're like, he probably wouldn't have lived till he was like 30 today. As genetically f-ed up as he was, like he had like no lower jaw to speak of, almost. Yeah, no lower jaw. He had he had really wide hips. He had a club foot, f-ed up knees. Like I mean, he literally he looked like sloth. This from is why the we don't marry our sister. I, say, I, I have a feeling his parents might have been you know related before <laughs> marriage. Yeah, but he's still known. So you know that's yeah. Well, so what? But so is West Virginia, and we see what happens there. No offense, Arlen. Well, again, remember. A little younger. Give him time. Remember, remember Cleopatra. (laughs) Everyone always depicts Cleopatra as being a beautiful woman. All the – Cleopatra was a – was a attractive woman for a time because she was powerful and cunning and intellectual, and she could talk. All accounts, she was a butt-ugly woman. Yeah, well, yeah, she, she was what? not physically attractive. She was. Inbred. She was not Liz Taylor in her youth. That's I'm not, not a, trying to be. Was, mean, but has there ever been a physically attractive woman in power? Hmm. Um, Barbara Cochran. And, and don't say like Helen of Troy or something. Barbara but, Cochran. Hey, listen, I I will give you the current prime minister of New Zealand. Um, an attractive woman in power. Um, oh, Harlan's mom. Sorry, Holland's no. wife. That's a no and a no. Well, my wife maybe, but no, no, no. both of those no's were to his mom. Power, power <laughs> over me is not really not what I'm talking about life. here. Don't talk shit about his old lady. She's got right hook like a falling safe. All you gotta have is twenty dollars to acquire power over Harlan. That's a, that's not a lofty station uh, like Bruce is talking about. There, there is a smooth <sighs> joke I'm gonna keep from falling out of my head at this moment, just because I love you, brother. I teed it up, man. I, you know, I just, it's, it's like, it's like taking the gold medal off of the Special Olympics winner and then kicking his crutch out onto the parking lot with it. You just no, that's just. It, is it even, all yeah. confused? Like, what's wrong with that? It's, yeah, I mean, it was fun, wasn't it? Again, like, but again, like comparing like women in power to Cleopatra, like you know, I mean. Well, okay, so. And, and, Catherine the Great in her youth, before she became Catherine the that, Zeppelin, the Great Queen Victoria was apparently very attractive when she was moderate. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd like to think Dido of Carthage was probably halfway attractive, but nobody knows. Queen Queen, Queen, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth wasn't that bad looking when she was young. Only this podcast could put a hashtag Me Too sticker on a world civilization's textbook. <laughs> there you go, guys. But again, like, rounds. but again, like, Cleop- again, Cleopatra looked like you, Harlan, and probably had the beard to go with it. <laughs> but yeah. but, but more looking beard. Sure. You know, I maybe Queen, maybe Queen uh, Elizabeth. Uh, if it means she looked like Kate Blanchett, uh, but I don't know. I got nothing for you, buddy. Yeah, you got a good point. Mm-hmm. But it, to be fair, I can't think of any really like strong-looking 
men that have been in leadership roles from the past because usually they're well in the case of like Europe if the royalty uh pretty much inbred I was thinking well, of and, and the thing about the, you know the pictures like you know there's there there is that one portion of George Washington because we're Masons and George Washington's Mason where like what it was it was done like after he was being president of the United States and he like he had like a huge wart on his face like a giant like a saber scar like like this is a portrait like done like towards the end of like George like George Washington like after he was done being president of the United States like it was like you see this picture and you're like. Well, okay, yeah, that that guy's been through some shit, like, like they definitely photoshop. I mean, they, I mean, photoshopping portraits was nothing new, but like when you see like, like George Washington wanted a portrait of what he want, looked like in real life, and it was like, damn, you were one haggard son of a bitch, <laughs> and and you know you probably you know, some of you guys you guys probably seen some of the the, the portrait I'm talking about, like right. Yeah, but he's got a saber scar down his face, like a scar down his face, a wart. He's like, got his nose is all busted. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, that that looks like a guy who's like, to be been fair, through some wars and. To be fair, well, Brother George was obviously a, a, a historical character of note. I've yet to see a picture, portrait, painting, anything of George where I'm like. I get him confused with like George Clooney or Brad Pitt because yeah, one I'll point out as an Irishman with this nose, <laughs> he's got the same problem with you, and the nose takes up fifty percent of the real estate on the face. Well, we've got a uh, very prominent statue of King David in our town, and let's see, King King David the, from Israel. Yeah. Mostly because the statue is extremely well endowed, uh, which is hilarious. Because Harlan, <laughs> uh, uh, my people are known for drinking at least. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. What, 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 by the way, Harlan, that's hilarious because um, the Greeks and Romans would do their sculptures because they like uh, they thought that large penises were like the sign of a barbarian. So. Well, this was, you know, by uh, definition, the, the pre-Davidic era. So it was different times for for the Hebrew people. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, uh... well, quite... If large penises are the, the barbaric people, that explains kilts in Scotland. So, you know, it does. It does. Uh, I mean, that and the whole sheep shagging thing, but, you know. Well, well, if, well, if you've ever seen a male, seen a male sheep, you know why you got a big one to screw with one. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, how Chuck. did this come so far off the rails? Because, what about them aliens? Because this is We're the about aliens and like minority groups not being able to do math uh, per something, <clears throat> and then we we've, we've gone to this. And yeah, and I and I'm about done, like. Last week, like I said, my entire group was out with work from the vid and all that stuff, and um, we old man old man wind decided to mess up like my sleep schedule on uh, Monday night. So, yeah, he got a draft over there, and shit got wacky. Yeah, he he hit I think forty five miles an hour on Monday night here. Hey. And hey, how cold did it get around everybody during the polar vortex? I just want to know. Uh, which which when? Yeah, the, we had a couple, like the week long one that happened like last week. Uh, last week wasn't bad actually. Um, at least near me, it was. I mean, it missed oh, us. I mean, the week the week before was bad because we just had ice and snow, which is no. You had wet. You didn't. You didn't have cold. But yeah, you guys got hammered with like the wet. Wet. We got the cold. Yeah. Wet. No, I got. I got. I said we got wind. Like these past couple days, we had wind and uh, like so. But anyways, um, Harlan's now got like what nine episodes to post now. Well, something like that. A baker's dozen. Whatever. We're not counting, but we're counting. Um, 
I mean, shit, Harlan. I mean, are you volunteering, I, I, sir? I mean, I I have no editing ability, and so um, so I mean, I'll point out, like you know, I mean, I may have. Harlan, I may the last have, guys you want editing the podcast are me or me and Chuck. Yeah, because I'm not going to edit shit. By the way, it's send. It's, yeah, because yeah, you know, I I will actively throw down with. Um, I mean, I would certain podcasts, and I will call them out. I will call them to the mat and point out they're a bunch of lip. <laughs> yeah, it's too early in the year for that. I, I just paid dues for everything. I, I at least want to. Oh, Harlan, I want to point out. And you'll appreciate this. I am now a lifetime member of the Scottish Rite. It's progress. It's progress. I'm not, Did I'm, you do that during not. your temperance week? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. We, clearly. I wrote the check while I was drunk. Oh. Yeah, we can't do that here. We're not allowed. You? Oh, that's right. You're in the like non-Masonic jurisdiction. Nope. It's valley. It's valley specific. What? My valley's got so, my, the, my valley's got so much damn money they don't care. So why wouldn't they let you do it? Because nope. The f- what? It's the same thing with the um, you know when you said you like we're gonna go uh, life members from the night masons. Was that you or someone? So someone else was like I maybe was posting that. Yeah, I can't do that. My, yeah, my, I, I did a life membership in Night Masons. Yeah, I can't. That's like dirt cheap. That's yeah, like I, that's a bender weekend at best. Yeah, I can't do that. That's a national body. Doesn't matter. It's it's those things are life memberships are as all things in masonry jurisdictional. Yeah, but it's not like northern and southern jurisdiction. Night Masons is. That's I know. I know. You I cannot cut. Hey, body's not doing something right. Yeah, well, we. <laughs> I mean, God forbid I point out other jurisdictions that aren't doing shit right. South Carolina. Um, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Grand College of Rights. Whatever. But that's crazy. I just because like now, uh, other than a couple of invitational bodies that are that are capped by membership, um, I'm a life member in all the different Masonic bodies I'm in because we can do that in the educated world. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I mean they're trying to do that like in my jurisdiction, but. Well, the problem is, like, you know, we used to have, like, yeah, life memberships. It was, like, 100 bucks, And that was established, like, 100 years ago. And, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I have bucks. I'm, like, a life member now. And, like, like no, nah, no. Nah. So that's that's the uh, the it's cold like, weather. It's, like, a life membership is 200 bucks because the annual dues are, like, 10 Yeah, well. We're, and I'm, I'm old enough. I'm not going to get my ROI on that. But at the same time. Yeah, we're, we're trying to. I or um, well, I mean, like my night masons, like we we I think we upped our dues to twenty five bucks a year. And oh, sorry, we got to explain it for the the attorney in the room. So Harlan, uh, when you join the correct right, night masons is a, a, a invitational body off of the uh, Royal Arch Masonry, uh, the, the chapter, chapter. Um, which you should still probably do. Um, and then you can go through and get into the Night Masons if you're invited and see what's called the Irish Degrees, which, of course, I support. As do I. Um, because if you do that, you'll be able to see a couple of degrees that you won't be able to otherwise. Mm, technically. Yeah, not, no, not technically. Almost word for word. <laughs> Just saying. So you're saying but, that the but but he would he would notice similarities. I'll put it that way. The the temporary degrees are Irish. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Well, uh, I mean, this you, per, this these that degree, makes so much sense suddenly. No, these <laughs> no. There is a degree in temporary that 
Um, there was also the reason the Scottish Rite that you would acknowledge as being like, huh, that are out of Ireland. Yeah. Believe that, Harlan. My people had their shit in a group at one point. And yeah, I, before they discovered yeah. alcohol, I know I've seen Family Guy. <laughs> Favorite episode ever. I love that trick. But I was going to blame it on the English, but that's probably not But no, but the thing is, like, you you join the you know the Night Masons. You know, again, like I actually bought my own apron and sash because right. the ones that like. My body has their own, and I'm like, I can buy my own for like a hundred bucks, and that way it fits my fat ass. And yeah, and you get a sash, Harlan. That'll be that'll be great around the house. I'm always in for a sash, like a Baldrick, but all right, guys. Less load bearing, more swish. Somehow we, I think we've had another another podcast that didn't go that long tonight, and I'm afraid. Why? We're just because you don't post shit, anyways. I still haven't had a chance to unvent or unvent unload about the Kensington Runestone and the Red Man not knowing white guys were running through their territory. Well, hold that for later because I'm I'm too drunk. I'm always going to make that argument. No game. Say goodnight, Harlan. (laughs) Okay. It's kind of anti-climactic. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Get in the YouTube chat tonight, too. Yeah, it's actually hey. pretty thin. We don't have any Canucks or Aussies in here. That's usually our, like, go-tos. Well, thanks for sticking in with us. Uh, for you guys who were watching live, I guess we're putting a bullet in old Yeller 268 of the After Lodge podcast. But you can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Fuck Hang out up. with me on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. And uh, leave us some comments and likes and feedbacks and stuff on the uh, After Lodge website. And Don't I guess those. that's it. Yeah, Reddit's not good for anything except for, you know, making stupid uh, stock there's plays. So, there. There's a lot of old content there if you want to go. Is. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go uh, check out. Or, or sending me hate mail. Can you send me hate mail, guys? Oh, yeah. So, uh, the, I've finally signed up for Reddit, so people can finally send me hate mail direct. If sure. Like, John stuff but on you got to post stuff on John, at F, uh, user you after Lodge Circus, after Lodge Circus, yeah. I get enough of it. You, you know, we can split it. There we go. After Lodge, Bruce at, uh, but you got to find his name first. It changes Burns through accounts faster than Tony. Frequently. More than likely, it'll have the words producer and Bruce in it. But it's... Well, Lord <laughs> Producer Bruce, remember Bruce, Lord... you need to host. Of the After Lodge podcast. No. Yes. Oh, that's no. great. Because no, we got to do that because apparently that's the thing in Illinois. No, he's Lord Producer Host, Bruce. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> you, Harlan. Sure. I get off the wagon and everybody wants to end the show. <laughs>